happens when you mix two opinionated southern women and a microphone. <laughs> I reckon they're a hell of a time. Oh, that's very funny. Damn. Coming from their home studio straight into your ear hole. Looky here. It's time to sling some shade. Southern shade. I see what you did there. With Liv Matthews and Jay Jansen. Welcome back, our Shade Brigade. This is Liv Matthews. And this is Jay Jansen. And happy Monday. Happy Monday, guys. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about, is there an age that you stop becoming a fuckboy? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Put some stank on that. Could you do that? Absolutely. Also, you know, are guys really dogs or just opportunistic? Well, you know what? I have met the king of them all with dog the booty hunter. Oh, and we will talk about that in just a few minutes. But before that, what about? If you are a creator of any type of content, should you be selective about other creators that you work with or should you just put your name out there? You know, I think it's never going to hurt to put your name out there. I think so, too. So we'll talk about that now. Essentially, we have worked with several creators that had lots of followers. Absolutely. We've had some great folks on the show, people that have came on to to share some stuff with us and you know, obviously shared our show with their followers as well. And I know that that's why we do the things that we do. You know what I'm saying is to promote one another. Yes. I mean, so one that comes to mind that was so gracious and nice, great interview, everything was Bentelect. Bentelect was a amazing. C-Dubs was also also. absolutely amazing. You know, we've had several on here that have just been dear sis. I mean, you know, she she came on and we got an appointment to, to, to be with her on her show, but we've just not made it up yet. So I really think that it's how much you want to invest in yourself. Every time that, you know, we take a slot with another creator or have another creator on our show, that is an investment in yourself, period. I agree. And just getting your name out, I don't care if it's two people, if it's four people or 10 million people. That grows your brand. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Living Jay became a kind of a somewhat of a household name these days. But we are not super selective with the creators that we work with. I mean, unless. Yeah, unless it's something that we just completely don't agree with or something like that. But if you want to collaborate with us and we've got the time, the energy, everything works out perfectly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it. I'm always here for it. You and I both kind of had that. We got your back mentality. And I think that we've carried this through as being creators. We've been on a lot of shows that that talked about things that you and I really don't talk about on our show, but we've always showed up, you know? Right. But just in life, if you had a conversation with somebody just sitting at the grocery store, is it always going to be the main topic that you always talk about? Absolutely not. No, no. Well, you kind of let other folks drive the conversation too. And that's absolutely. And that's what we do. They drive the conversation. There's not one time in our lives that we have never had anything to add. Dude, there has been not been one time in my whole entire life I ain't had anything to say. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know anything about that, but I got to say this. That's right. Never met a stranger. Always will have something to add to the conversation, even if it's just listening and putting our take or opinion on it. Yes. I mean, I have been put into some scenarios and you know as well as I do that people start talking and they will tell you some off the wall and I ain't even got nothing to say. I love it though. I mean, you hype it up. I hype it up too to a certain extent. Oftentimes when I'm alone is when I become less of the hype girl because I want to get away from this crazy motherfucker as soon as I can. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, definitely. But we are a part of a lot of groups, a we lot are. of creators that we interact 
interact with, we bounce our ideas off. And a lot of these groups claim to be so inclusive. So, uh, you know, you just let us know what you need and we'll help you out. And, and we've always done our part. Yeah, I think that, you know, look, even as an adult, you still get into the can't sit here. Yes. Situations, you know, like you're just not cool enough or what have you. And I don't even give a shit anymore. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't want me to sit there, that's cool, bro. I didn't like you any fucking way. Right. But at the same time, when you claim to be so inclusive and this essentially is your brand. So I'd reached out in this group to a creator that I really, you know, just kind of wanted to spitball with and uh, see if they had any tips, tricks that I haven't been doing to grow our brand. Right. They do this for a living. So I reach out to them and I'll be honest, they left me on red. Cool. You know, it's people like that that'll never excel past the point of where they want to, where they are in that moment. So I tell myself, you know, it's fine. They don't want me to sit at the table. Don't sit at the table. It is not a big deal. There are plenty other tables out there. However, it spawned our conversation to always be inclusive and let people sit at our table. Absolutely. I think that there's always room at my table. I've always been like that. You know, the kind of the more the merrier is absolutely the way that I've always been. And I know that you've always been that way too. Absolutely. Um, But, you know, here's what you're going to find is some people just throw it out there. Maybe they didn't intend to become a creator. Maybe they didn't intend to become famous. Maybe they didn't intend to do this or whatever. However, those of us that's just not been dumped in the role like this is what we're choosing to do. This is what we love to do. Those are the type of people that are hungry to be heard, to get their ideas out there, to get their shows out there, to get their stories out there, whatever it is that they're doing. You know, their visual stuff out there. Those those people there that are really hungry, they're going to actually go that extra mile. And there's not a lot of creators out there that actually respond and interact with their fans as much as you and I do. And that's cool. That's how they choose to run their stuff. I think that you and I both came together and when we set out to do this, we were like, this is what we're going to be. We're going to be everything that we say that we are in real life. We're going to be this on our show too. Yes. Yes. And I will like to give a little shout out to I Am Randy Pyron. We mentioned him in last week's show. I always like to let people know that we mentioned them and I sent him a little DM and he responded with a very sweet and kind message. Now that is the type of creator that really just and inspires me. Right, right. Absolutely. These are people that are doing what they want to be doing. Not some people that tripped into it and fell into it and then they just show up because. Yes. So, you know, I think that you'll find that throughout your life everywhere. And I think that everybody can relate to that conversation because it not only in a creator aspect, like I think that those are a lot of things that just happen in life in general and whatever job you're doing. So there definitely is a lot of train wrecks. Mentioning train wrecks. Oh, Lord. Relationships. So are guys really just dogs or opportunistic? You know, I think that there's both. Okay. okay? There are guys that are just dogs and there are guys that are opportunistic. Absolutely. I think that kind of goes along with the whole fuck boy thing. You should age out at your opportunity. Opportunities. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I agree. I feel like when you're entering into your 30s, that maybe you should be phasing out of your fuckboy status. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, it's it's not a cute look when you're like 40, 50, 60. It's, it's not cute no, anymore, bro. It's just bro. a grown man. Just be like, oh, let me get it in. You know, today's culture is nobody is loyal anymore. They don't know how to be faithful. There's too many fucking options out there. And nobody lives by like the old creeds that we grew up living by. You know, that our parents live by like 
don't fuck around on your spouse, period. So do you think monogamy is dead? Not for me. Same. I think we're well on our way to slaughtering it, though. Yes, yes. So let me tell you a little story. Okay. So, you know, at the earlier part of the summer, well, it's numbered in the summers, maybe the spring when it first started to warm up, I went out with this guy. We had a lovely time. Mm-hmm. Went out a couple of more times, had a lovely time again. We had great conversation, you know, things like that. Fast forward, you know, a few more goings outs and we end up hooking up. Cool, great experience. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But, you know, we mentioned it last time about the girl that date went well. He never called her back. Yeah. But you feel like when you've had these decent conversations, and you've done this and it's not like we just hooked up one time we several times you know nothing disastrous happened I mean it was just a good time right right so good dates good sex right. good conversation so there's no at any point there was that no yeah think that something went wrong right right so you know just falls off the face of the earth and I am not one that's going to chase anybody and ask you where you're where you went period Mm-hmm. I ain't the one. So, you know, several weeks goes by and the last text message that I sent to him, he just randomly replies to it. It was maybe like three weeks later. Okay. So three weeks later. Okay. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. It gave me some bullshit. Like, I thought you didn't talk to me anymore. I'd never seen your last message. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I said, all due respect, I'm not buying that. I'm just not. Treat me like I got a little bit more sense than that. Told you I'm not your everyday average girl. Like, whatever. Yeah, just be real. Just be real with me. You said that you were that guy. Cool. I mean, even gave me this long, drawn out sob story about how his ex had cheated on him and how devastated he was. His last reply was something very, um, you know, instead of manning up and being a man and things of that nature, his instant reply was to break me down and pick me apart. I do remember remember this guy yeah what a dick okay yeah. that was a dick fucking move and you know people just need to realize that that's not how you solve an adult moment like if someone says like hey i just need you to be real with me you're fucking ugly what right right i think he like attacked your pictures or something on your profile he did he, he attacked and you're just like sir really that's where we're going right and you know the worst part is this guy and I went to high school together. Like, we all knew him. Yeah. So, anyway, now, here we are. Almost, you know, six, seven, eight, nine months, you know, something like that. The last few weeks, he had started sending messages here and there. You know, just random, what I would respond. Sometimes I wouldn't. Not really the last few weeks. I would say maybe a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Last few weeks, I haven't heard anything, which is cool. So, he sends me a message. And it's like, hey, you busy? Would love to hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. Mm. Uh, right. And so I said, actually, I am. I'm seeing someone. To which his immediate reply back was, one last time before it gets serious? What? So he was just trying to get it in. Pretty much. I mean, you know, and that's basically what most of them chase any damn way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. whatever. So I was like, absolutely not. Like, I am loyal to a fault. Mm-hmm. Period. Like, I ain't doing this. He was like, all right, cool. Wish you good luck. Couple days go by. I happened to see one of our mutual friends had posted something on Facebook. Facebook. And you know how, like, when you're scrolling through, sometimes you can see an excerpt of one comment or two comments that someone's commented on something that they've posted, right? Right. So I happen to see that this guy has commented. Now, he and I are not friends on Facebook for obvious reasons, right? Mm-hmm. And in his profile picture is this lovely young lady. And I thought, hmm, see, that's from a couple days ago. Let's just go see. Yeah. Is this a family member? Is this, a, right. I don't know, a daughter, cousin, right. something? Right. 
I, I just want to see when this picture was posted. You know what I'm saying? And it's back from like the beginning of December. And the people comment on the pictures. This poor girl is on there gushing about how great of a guy he is, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, whew, I had the biggest moral dilemma I think I've ever had. Do I blow up this guy's spot and tell him like, honey, you're sitting up there where you're at because you're not from here and you don't know things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Being blissfully happy, thinking that you have met the man of your dreams. And the man of your dreams, ma'am, you don't really know because he's out here trying to dick around on you all the time. Yeah. Hence, Dog the Booty Hunter is on the freaking loose. Mm, See, that's a dilemma because, you know, half of me wants to be like girl power, blow up his spot, let her know, keep her from making a mistake. And the other half of me realizes that a lot of women do stay. And then I create unnecessary drama. Not necessarily a friend group because obviously me and this guy ain't friends. No. However, and truth be told, I ain't never going to be his friend because now I know exactly who the fuck he is. You know what I mean? Like, we ain't ever going to be cool. Well, it. what's so funny is because even though, you know, I knew about you going out with him back last year, I did not put two and two together until you just said that we went to high school with him. Right. He is the one that stole $20 out of my book bag when we were at high school. Of course, I, I told the appropriate authorities right. and said, hey, I, I think this is happening. And they said that you can't just accuse people. And I was like, well, absolutely. So they told me to put another $20 in there and then mark it with a highlighter. So bait. Yeah, bait. bait. And the same thing happened again. Hmm. Nothing happened to this fella, though. Matter of fact, I don't even know what happened with my second $20. You lost 40 bucks. That's what happened. Yeah. Clearly, this fella has got uh, his his moral compass. is not great. No, it's not. And I I didn't end up reaching out to the girl. And I feel bad about that. I I do. But like I said, most women end up staying. And everything that's done in the dark is going to come in the light. I absolutely didn't sign up for any of that. And had I known that, I would have probably have came back with an even nastier message to him mm-hmm. and really told him about a few things about himself. Because whatever he can say about me at this point, like, look, bro, come on. You, yes. You'll get the hit with the, your ugly card. And then try to tap it later. Right. When you'd already tapped it anyway, I wasn't uh, too ugly for you to tap to get it in the paint, get your tip wet. Right, right, right. So either way, this whole conversation, this whole situation made me feel some type of way. And I realized that so many women does this happen to. It's happened to me. You know what I'm saying? Like in this day and age, I don't even think that you got to feel like you just got to think that you're like the favorite fucking one of all the ones that they're fucking talking to. Like you just got to hope for that. And look, I say I'm seeing someone I have not met the one who I hope that I'm just the favorite one because I realize that I'm the only one. There are still men out there, middle aged, 40s, 45, you know what I'm saying? That are still fucking running game. I mean, I could not imagine daddy or Paul Paul out there still running game. Grandpa's out there running game. Grandpa better not be running game. Grandpa can't even remember where the game is being played at anymore. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, y'all dumb on your own rules. Oh, man. I I don't know. I, I do feel that most people are just opportunistic. If you would have taken the bait and said, yeah, you know, let's get it in right quick or whatever, you would have just been his booty call for when old girl was not in town. But somebody come at you and say, I'm in a relationship or I've started seeing someone and your immediate response is one last time before it gets serious. Like that tells me all about who you are any damn way. I don't want shit to do with you, period. Well, that is true. I was working with this guy. He was a travel nurse. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was several years ago. He was an all right looking guy. I mean, it's not, I don't go to work to hook up. So, you know, I'm not looking at people like, yeah, you know? <laughs> 
Uh, to unless, be honest, unless they're a real big, yeah. I mean, if they did, then you just think to yourself, like, he's an attractive guy, but... Yeah, you ain't fucked him 14 times on the elevator before you got out. No, no. Uh, no. So this fella, he follows me outside. He worked the night shift. I worked the day shift. And so we would cross paths. And he said, hey, where are you going? I said, oh, it's my time to, to leave. I, you know, I'll see you later. I hope you have a good night or whatever. You know, just nice, small talk. Right. He said, well, you know, I'm on my break, so I'll just walk you out. Okay. Once again, I didn't find a problem with that. There's people around, you know, no worries. Not like that, but I mean, you know, if you work in that scenario, like all those places are not typically in the best neighborhoods. They're just not. Correct. And so he walks out with me and we're standing there and we're just like chit-chatting at my car or whatever. And so I mentioned that I'm married, children. Yeah. My husband, kids and I, we love to. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know how I do. Yeah. And so I'd mentioned it like that. So he says, oh, cool, cool. Well, if you don't mind, can I get your number? I like to get everybody's numbers so that if anything's happening or anything's going on, I can just text them. And I said, yeah, no problem. I mean, it's not a big deal for me to give a coworker my phone number. Right, right. Well, so he never did like text me or anything. I, I wasn't thinking anything inappropriate about that. Well, the next time that I saw him the next weekend that we were working together, he does the same thing. He sees me walking out and he's like, hey, hey, I'll walk you out. So once again, I'm not really thinking anything. Yeah, just casual conversation like the two of you had last time. Absolutely. You told the man you were married and you had children. Cool, 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 cool. He respected that boundary. He's also married with children. Right, and he didn't text you any dumb shit. Right, so I'm thinking, just like, if this had been a woman, would I have had any problem with it? Absolutely Well, I mean, there are a few gentlemen out here that will actually do that with women just because they value women, period. Right, and because I don't know him to know any different, of course I'm not no red flag. Right. So we get out to my car again, and he mentions to me that he had a dream about me. Okay. I mean, I dream about a lot of people all the time. Matter of fact, I had a dream about you last night. Right. Means nothing. We have no control over our dreams. Right. I go on with the conversation. He says, well, would you like to know what the dream's about? And I said, well, I mean, if you want to share. I mean, I hope it's funny. Right. I don't know to apologize or whatever. Right. And in which he says, oh, no, it was so good. He says that we were like on a boat and we had had sex and it was like the best sex in his life. You damn right it was. (laughs) I mean, what? (laughs) <laughs> right? I just try to play it off. And I stayed. I was just like, well, you know, dreams are often way better than reality. So uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And I just kind of skirted uh, beyond that subject and just went on to another one. But I like grapes. You like bread? Right. What kind of bread you like? Tell me, <laughs> tell me all about your favorite bread. Yeah. Where's the best piece of bread you ever ate? <laughs> Something fucking random off the walls. So they're like, fucking what? Right. So this is not, we we don't go down that path because once you go down that path. Right. Well, a whole conversation about bread would have not allowed them to circle back at all. Right. You know what I mean? And if they do, then then now you know. Yes, you would definitely know. So make a turn bread into something sexual. I don't know. I got loafed. Oh, loafed. And I ripped it open. I ate it good. Lord, girl. (laughs) Sign me up to be bread. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So every weekend that we would work together, it was the same thing. It even got to the point where I would try to sneak out so that he wouldn't take it on a run, baby. Like all I can see is you like knees and bows on out the door like and go. Right. Or like, you know, send somebody to distract him or whatever. Mm -hmm. So then next thing you know, I'm starting to get texts. 
Oh, now he's starting to text because now he's got desperate because you wouldn't have the conversation with him about dream sex. Yes. And the text wasn't like bad or anything. It was just like little You must things. have blown this homeboy's mind in his damn dreams, girl. I mean, I, to be honest, I think that this guy was just kind of like a opportunistic. Um, I'm thinking this guy probably didn't really fucking have a dream. He probably didn't. He probably just made it up and just wanted to see what I was going to do about it. Like yeah. just kind of fill out the waters. Is she down or is she not? Men will say some of the dumbest damn stories that they can freaking come up with just to see if you're going to put your toe in the water. Yeah. So he tells me that he's into jujitsu. In cool. which I'm trying to keep, you know, the conversation. I was like, oh, my I'm son. I'm into fuck a bitch up. That's what I'm into. <laughs> fuck up a bitch that's trying to fuck with me. That's what I'll do. I swear to God, I will. Yeah, but I mean, like, he was a big dude. I mean, like, he was tall. He was broad. He worked out. I work out. Yeah. And so he says uh, about jujitsu or whatever. And I said, yeah, my son is really, really into that stuff. And so he's just like, well, let me give you some pointers. Now, I'm in front of people, so I don't feel too uncomfortable. But he kind of gets behind me and when rubs he, his dick on your ass kind of and then when he puts his hands around me to do this maneuver or whatever when he's removing his hands he drags his hands across the so the top of my breast so not across my breast but just enough to make me feel uncomfortable and was like noted won't ever do that again what the fudge yes the texts are starting to come in like they're very just about work and then all of a sudden he comes back to where I'm working one weekend and he he says, let's go into the bedroom. For what purpose? Right. And then that's what I said. Because, you know, the bedroom is locked. Mm-hmm. There's no windows. There's nothing in there. So I don't need to be in there for it. Don't it? No. Doesn't it let you know who goes in there? I mean, for the most part, yes. Oh, cool. Because, I mean, you got a badge in, badge out. Right. So he bends down and whispers in my ear, essentially, let's get it on in the bedroom. What? And I was like, uh, I told you I was married. And that's a no. I ain't trying to go to damn do federal time, bro, for some right? sneaky link. What the hell? I mean, how unsanitary. You just <laughs> want to be like fluids and medication and stuff. It's like people want to get busy in the bathroom. Why? Oh, no. That's like 42 infections. I could name off the top of the dome. <laughs> and I'm not even in medical stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm not yeah. in the medical field at all. I came home. And a matter of fact, I think that you had even weighed in on it. And I was essentially saying, so you're telling me like scrub pants down, underwear down, okay, around the knees and just like bent over the, the counter of the med room. And he's just tapped. Like, how sexy is that? For some people, that would be uber sexy. But in scrubs? You got my my very, very pale white ass hanging out just a jiggling as you tap it and, and then my stuff's around my ankles it, it's just not a good look and it, it's just not he might have had you a pallet made in the floor you don't know oh that's creepy <laughs> it's very creepy the way that he went about the whole process was creepy ma'am like that would have just been the caveat to the creep fest well see that's the problem is that for the most part I don't ever think that anybody's interested in me so I think that they're just being friendly until it is blatantly obvious that they are not look I I am a little naive to flirting myself. Mm -hmm. Um, There's been a couple of times that like my guy friends or um, when I was married, my husband would be like, he's into you. He's flirting with you. Like, stop entertaining it. And I'm just like, I'm just having a conversation. That's it. Like the conversation's never got inappropriate, blah, 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 blah. Right. And then, you know, fast forward 
two, three months, two, three weeks down the road and all of a sudden turn over and his hands on my thigh. Excuse you. Right. And even then, I've probably been like, uh, what, is there something there? Or- right. Like, <laughs> you must have meant to put that on your thigh. I'm so sorry. Yeah. That's um, not what I got a lipoma. What is it? Yeah. You feel no, she, something? Is a mass? What is it, Timmy? Is she down a well? <laughs> is she? Is she, boy? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I felt that in my soul. But yeah, I mean, I've, I've been in those scenarios where you're just not, you yourself, your intentions are pure. However, their intentions are not pure. And that is what we don't get. And I think maybe for myself, it might be a little bit with self-esteem as well. Well, I mean, yeah, that's definitely, you know, some of it too. If I felt that I was like the bomb.com, then maybe I would think that more people were hitting on me. Yeah, but- you'd be like, What's the matter with you? Hey. Yes. Hi, girl. (laughs) But I I mean, I just don't think that. But I mean, clearly there's some people, and you've said it before, there's somebody for everybody. Look, I've said it many times on the show, I think two times now precisely, that you cannot define someone else's form of beautiful. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, what somebody else views as beautiful, you don't get to say it's not. You just don't. I agree. However, it it appears that some of these uh, dog, the booty hunters, it it doesn't matter. If it's pink in the dark, they're here for it. They don't even care if it's pink in the dark, I don't think. If it's, it's, (laughs) look, if there's a little moisture there, they might stick it in. I don't know. (laughs) I just thought it was a crap situation. It's still laying heavy on my heart for this poor girl. And I want to say something. I want to blow this this whole dude's spot up and it's not out of being vindictive or anything like that because honestly at the end of the day I don't give a shit what he's doing it ain't no sweat off my brow I agree however I think that the listeners should weigh in yeah I would love to hear what the listeners have to say ladies how would you handle yourself in this situation or gentlemen how would you handle yourself in this situation I'm sure men are not the only ones who does this absolutely not the ones that are good and out there and loyal and monogamous and doing all the right things weigh in let us know should Jay blow up this dude's spot my heart goes out to this poor girl it really does because i've been her we all have i've been her before thinking you know you're in some blissful happy whatever and (laughs) here you got dog over here just trying to bury his bone everywhere he can right absolutely Absolutely. Definitely, guys, weigh in. I really do want to know. Yeah, absolutely. So send us a message. Let us know. Check out our social media. Absolutely. Our email address is southernshadepodcast at gmail.com. And as always, you can visit our website at southernshadewithlivinj.com. Thanks, guys, for another week. We will see you next time. Catch you on the flip flop. You've been listening to the Southern Shade Podcast with Liv and Jay. Oh, bless their heart. You're not mashing the right button.